Hi, I'm Cameron Cole, and I am the director of Children, Youth, and Family at the Cathedral Church of the Advent. And uh, we are continuing on this podcast class about our philosophy of ministry, which is gospel-centered ministry. And so in episode one, we talked about just overall what is gospel-centered ministry, and we talked about our mission and our focus to form kids who have lasting faith in Christ that were you know, really the focus of our ministry is discipleship. We want kids to have a sustainable faith with Jesus, faith in Jesus and relationship with Christ that will sustain them and last them into the, uh, and, and, and beyond high school and throughout their whole life. And so, uh, and then we laid out five, five pillars of that, um, that we've you know, drawn from the rooted ministry, um, that Advent's had a big part in. And those are gospel centrality, Theological depth through biblical teaching, relational discipleship, uh, partnership with parents, and uh, intergenerational integration. So we're going to focus on that first pillar, gospel centrality, to, just to give you a little sense of what we're talking about there and how that plays in. And so gospel centrality means that at the core, we want kids to know that the overarching message of Christianity is God's love and redemption for sinners through Christ. Um, we want kids to know that Jesus came into the world for, to die for their sins, that so they might have a relationship with God now and forever. We want them to know that they are loved apart from their performance. And so, uh, yeah, we, we, that, that is the message that flows out of the Bible that we see over and over again, chapter after chapter, story after story. And, um, and, and honestly, it's the single most important thing for anybody to know in life is that message of grace. And so um, I want to, in this episode, uh, just talk very briefly, this will be a pretty short episode, but talk pretty briefly about um, some, of, some of the research that related to gospel centrality um, and its efficacy related to discipling kids. But, um, and also, too, just talk about different things that we do to try to keep the gospel in front of our kids all the time. And so, um, so... First, uh, you know, something that's just kind of alarming is in the previous generation, um, the kids walked away from the Christian faith having no idea that the gospel of grace is the central tenet. Uh, there was a, uh, a survey done by Fuller Seminary where they asked kids to define the gospel, and like 35% of the kids did not even mention the word Jesus when they define the gospel. A lot of the kids define the gospel as just be a good person. And then on the, in the National Study on Youth and Religion, uh, where they interviewed 350 kids, did 300, did 30-minute did interviews with them, so 175 hours of interviews. They um, just asked kids to tell them, what are your spiritual beliefs? You know, what do you believe about Christianity? And the kids, um, they, they kept word frequencies. How many times are certain words used? And the word grace was used only three times in 175 hours. It was used six times in reference to the TV show Will and Grace. The word gospel was not used in all of the interviews when kids were talking about their spiritual beliefs. So that gives you a sense of, you know, just, um, just how much in the previous generation there was a failure to tell kids the gospel. And I'll say for myself... 
um, my first Bible study uh, that went for a few years when they were graduating. The last time, I was so proud of myself. We had taught through Romans. We'd gone through John, and, and we'd done some stuff in the Old Testament. And last day, I asked the guys, I said, guys, tell me, what's the gospel? And they just didn't really have an answer. And when I asked them things like, hey, is there anything you can do to make God love you less? No. What did Jesus come into the world to do? He came to die for our sins. You know, and, and they could they, they kind of knew at a heart level. But their ability to articulate the gospel was not very strong when just asked to say, hey, what's the gospel? And so um, that really shook me up. And so... Um, what we uh, one of the, you know we started to get really focused on catechizing our kids in the gospel. Basically, by catechism, we mean ask them questions that have set answers over and over again. And so, you know, one thing that we do is that we have this gospel catechism that we encourage uh, families to do with their kids. Some people do it when they put their kids down at night. Some people, I, I personally do it when I drop my kids off at school or. What not, but it's, you know, what does gospel mean? Good news. What's the good news? Jesus died for my sins. Why did he die for your sins? So I can have a relationship with God. Uh, who loves you the most? God. He loves you the second most, mom and dad. What can you do by God's power and grace? Hard things. And so, um, so we want to help kids have the ability to clearly articulate the gospel. A second thing we do is, you know, when we teach Bible study and we teach a Bible study lesson, whether that's children's Sunday school or whether that's in um, junior high or senior high, we generally end every lesson with showing or talking about how we can see that basic gospel message in every lesson. Um, you know, we, um, we want them to see the human need for grace brought about by sin. And we want them to see the divine provision of grace through Christ and explicitly engage the gospel, um, in every lesson. And so when you look at, uh, Colossians two, six through seven, uh, it says, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in Thanksgiving. So, um, so with that being said, uh, when it says, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, it's kind of saying, you know, we receive Christ Jesus, the Lord, when we receive the gospel, you know, we receive this message where we recognize that we are sinners and we receive this message that says God, God has sent Jesus because he loves you. He wants to be in a relationship with you. He wants to forgive you of your sins. And so what we need to do is depend on Christ and depend on his grace. That is what, re- that is what restores us. And so the thing is, is a lot of times we tend to think about the gospel as the ABCs of Christianity. Like this is how you get in the door. This is how you assure that you're going to heaven. But in reality, it's the A to Z. It's the everything. And that's what second, and that's what Colossians 2, 6 through 7 is saying, is that receiving the gospel, remembering the basic gospel every day, is what actually builds us up and establishes us and roots us in our faith. And, um, and so with that being said, uh, it's just so imperative for us to explicitly have the gospel message in front of our kids every week at church, at Bible study and those kind of things, but also too for you as parents. And, you know, we, you know, we've talked about the gospel catechism. That's the thing that you can do to, um, to teach your kids and, you know, a more, um, didactic, you know, teaching kind of way. 
but there's um there's also uh there's also you know the ways that we show the gospel in terms of when we make mistakes, we, we apologize and we say, I'm sorry, and I'm a sinner and I need God's grace and I need your forgiveness here. Or when our kids mess up, we remind them of God's grace. And so, you know, gospel centrality is probably is number one. It's the, it's the core, it's the center of our ministry to kids. So thanks for listening. I hope this is helpful and we will move on to our next tenet, theological depth through biblical teaching. Thanks. Thanks.